Deep Thoughts Podcast is a podcast recorded every Tuesday live at twitch.tv slash Ryan Kubo. Deep Thoughts is a fan-made podcast and all articles are credited within the podcast as well as in the show notes. All statements said within the podcast are purely opinionated statements. More information about the podcast can be found at twitter.com slash Ryan Kubo. We hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome back to the podcast. Um, if it's your first time watching either from the VOD or live stream, uh, this is a podcast where me and my buddy Pixel here talk about, um, we just talk about all things Twitch from a big picture type of perspective. We're not here to cause drama or to call out specific streamers in general. Um, but yeah, just talk, talking about issues and stuff. Uh, it's our fourth episode. It seems like, though, this week is going to be kind of, I guess, what I would want to call a recap episode, where we probably talk about some topics we've talked about in the past. Um, if that's okay with you, Pixel. And because there's not much going on right now, honestly. It's been a pretty dead, dead week. Even the news when we did a Friday episode wasn't that interesting. I think I was just bored and wanted to do it. (laughs) We had, like, nothing to do or whatever. So I I kind of regret doing that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, also, it was Labor Day weekend, so there hasn't been much going on in the Twitch world. Right. they're they're closed all weekend, so. Right. Yeah, there really hasn't been much. So, but the next two to three weeks is going to be lit. I mean, a lot of lit news. We're going to be diving into that very shortly here and then i think after those two or three weeks i might have to do a solo podcast or we might just take a break because you're going to be at twitchcon and i'm not yeah so then we get we we, so then the week you come back from twitchcon we're gonna have a recap of twitchcon from you Mm -hmm. i'm gonna see if my thoughts have changed order it'll be basically a whole podcast with just you on it or whatever (laughs) yeah just like chatting your recorder your reporter on the ground yeah yeah exactly okay so uh, as always, oh, and just an FYI, because I've been telling everyone, like, every single stream, because people have been, like, messaging me on people come in late or whatever. I still haven't heard back from the stuff I was talking to you guys about on Twitch. I don't know if it's going to happen. I don't know when it's going to happen. It's most likely not going to happen. Still haven't heard back from them. It was Labor Day weekend, as we mentioned earlier. So, I mean, yeah, we might not hear back from them for, like, a while. They might be backlogged for, like, for, like, weeks or whatever. Um, One of, uh, somebody... That I don't know personally, but someone who just got partnered like today, got their partner email today, sent it out like three and a half, four weeks ago. So we might be in here for like a long, a long time and TwitchCon's ramping up. So like, I don't even know how long it's going to take. As always, guys, though, we'll be linking the topics of what we talk about within the Twitch chat. So you VOD people as well as you live viewers can also check that out as well and see what we're uh, talking about. First topic of the day, posting this in the Twitch chat. Coinflip determines top 33 standing in official Fortnite tournament. Oh, mega lol. <laughs> okay. I wish, I, wish this was, I wish this was a lie, but it's not. Um, I, Pixel, take it away. If you want to describe, describe what's going on. Describe what's going on in the clip. And All right. So yeah. we're watching a clip of Cloaksy. He's actually restreaming the Fortnite tournament. And it looks like they're determining who is moving on in this tournament by a coin flip. It's just like a guy flipping a nickel, and <laughs> it. This is so ridiculous. How I I don't have the words for how insane this is. What other sporting event rules any kind of standing based on like a coin flip? It, yeah, it's so even worse. Is that it's also the summer scrimmage. 
which has been like this very big hyped event since like the beginning of summer where they're like, we're giving away $8 million in prizes. Yeah. And this was for the top 33 cut where two players were evenly tied and only the top 32 or top 33 or something like that went forward. So they had to cut one person. Oh. Right? It was like top 32. So like someone had to be 33rd place. So they just coin flipped. And just to let you know, it's like the top 32 and top like 64. That's a hu- usually in sporting events mm-hmm. in general. Um, that's a that's usually like a huge gap in money, right? So like think oh, about yeah. like competing in this, doing very well. To be fair, the I haven't researched beyond the context of the clip, so I don't know who the two streamers were that were in 33rd place. If they were invited guests. Or if they were partners invited by the invited guests, right? Like, I don't know if it was, like, Ninja and Tim the Tatman, right? Like, people who are very successful already. Um, Regardless of that, though, it does kind of suck that um, it literally comes down to a coin flip. When we literally have been talking about Fortnite esports, which was in our last podcast last week, where I presented the case that it either has to be an esport or battle royale, and you choose one, right? Mm -hmm. You can't have both. And this is a literal... Literal coin flip. If this was Hearthstone, this would be a perfectly balanced game, right? Because there's even yeah, 50, right? 50, but it's in Fortnite. Thoughts, Pixel, yes. to expand on this or anything, or just Fortnite can... esports in general. If we want to jump to that topic as well, <laughs> but can you imagine being the guy who has to sit and watch this happen? Oh man! And then yeah. to lose to a coin flip, and you have absolutely no like, you have no recourse. That's it. You you had nothing to do with that at all you just lose just straight up can yeah. you imagine being in that position like that must feel so horrible it, it's actually pretty insane and when i watched the clip at first i didn't think it was real i thought it was like like <laughs> i saw the like so to be fair guys it was on live stream fails you can probably look it up there don't really care for the subreddit itself it's okay but i mean it was a big picture topic that we'd been talking about for a while last episode as i mentioned we talked about fortnite esports so it kind of pertained to that. And this clip came out like right after we are done recording this episode, that previous episode. But yeah, you can go check out the clip there. But I didn't almost believe it. It was like the top of live stream fails, right? And it was like mm-hmm. coin flip determines blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, haha, very funny. Like, you know, Fortnite's all RNG and stuff. I thought I was going to click and get like, you know, like, I don't know, like a ninja clip or like a Tim yeah. the Tatman type of funny clip. Nope, this is like, this is the Fortnite summer skirmish. Not even like a LAN or something like that, like yeah. some random tournament. This is like the the big premier tournament right now, where right. the winner gets two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, um, it's just insane yeah. that like this huge of a tournament has no rules for if two players get a tie. Yeah, really. Like, why why didn't they have any kind of rules to begin with on this? Like, they had to have known that this was possible. Yeah, I I really don't understand it either. Did you? What did you think of, uh, what did you think, like, what do you think could have been done? Like, in your situation, in this case, or this scenario, what would you have personally done differently? Like, how would you have determined, like, a tiebreaker? Like, you know what I mean? Because it's Mm -hmm. it's very different. Like, it's easy for us to critique it, but, like, what would you do? Because I'm not sure. It's hard. With with a Battle Royale game, you can't just, like, toss both players into, like, a, a solo battle royale game right good but just like those two people in like a death match just like them 1v1 one circle (laughs) revolvers only yeah right um yeah i don't Um, i don't know what you would do but you would 
think that it somehow wouldn't get to this point where there would be a tie. Yeah, I'm, like I don't know. I'm not really sure. It's it's really hard. I mean, we sit here and like judge, but I honestly don't have any idea how to actually fix this. We can't like send him into another game. Right. This is another reason why, kind of bringing back my point from last week, this is another reason why I feel like um, they, it's like, it's fine to throw money at an eSport, but at least make sure that your foundation is, like, ready, right? Like, right. there's been issues, this, I feel like the whole Fortnite summer skirmish, like, beyond this coin flip thing has had a lot of issues that we've touched upon before, mm -hmm. where it was like, they had to disable C4 because of lag, um, they had to do this and that because, like, when the circle got really small, people started lagging and stuff like that. The game would freeze or have server lag, so they would have to restart the whole match, and they weren't able to just, like, like there was no way for them to, like, reset the whole game and make everything spawn back the way it was. So some I know some competitors were really upset about it because they got a good landing, they got good kills, they got good gear. It was like, oh, sorry, server's a little laggy. We're resetting it. Like, good luck again, right? And that, that kind of just feels crappy. Oh yeah, absolutely. Right. And I feel yeah. like it's one of those things where like like that's cool Fortnite that you're throwing like a hundred million dollars apparently in twenty eighteen to Fortnite competitive, but like at least have it so that like your client is running pretty well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? One of the major problems was like it was connecting through the internet to Fortnite servers, right? Mm -hmm. Like it wasn't a LAN enabled game. Right, right. It, like it, it, they yeah. just added that, I think it would solve a lot of problems, honestly. Mm -hmm. The other addition, though, is like with a land. I don't know. It's there's a lot of issues too. There's there's been various issues like that. Um, they haven't even gotten really the format down of the Fortnite battle royale sports, competitive sports thing. Like mm. one week it's duos, one week it's the squads, one week it's solos. Some weeks yeah. it's just by placement. Some week it's just by kills. Like it's just kind of all over the place, right? Um, oh yeah, totally. And then there's been other controversies as well. The sec the third week of the tournament, I believe that was when you were gone to San Diego, or you were in like San Diego Comic Con, I think. Mm -hmm. You went there on vacation or something like that. And that week, they had a big controversy as well because what it was was it was solo, but you had to play 10 games. And you added up all the kills you got in those games plus placements, and that was like your total score. So for example, it was like, let's say you got first place, so you just played solo like you normally did, but you had to stream it, right? Let's say you did first place, but you did, you got first place, it was like 20 points, and then you got 10 kills, so you got 30 points, right? And it was like 10 games or something like that, right? And there was there was controversy because apparently the person who won that, who won uh, that tournament, he was like a very unknown type of person who got invited by like another kind of semi-pro guy who streamed without a mic, without desktop audio, and with no cam, and every other every other game after he got out of the game, his his PC would apparently crash and or his PlayStation would apparently crash and he would have to stop streaming and then he would come back on streaming like 10 minutes later. So it was very suspicious and the rumor is it hasn't been confirmed. I don't think anyone's like confirmed it. And I think they still gave him the money, but like the rumor is he was playing on keyboard and mouse on PlayStation, which you can do, I found out. Oh. Yeah. And then he was only streaming when the games were, like, really good. Or I think, like, he was dropping... He was, like, trying to drop in with friends of his. And then, like, the fr the snipers would pretend to fight him, and then he would get, like, three or four kills right off the bat. 
I, I remember hearing about this. Yeah. And I think it was determined that, like, one of the people who was, like, in three or four of his games was, like, was, like, somebody who was, like, a well-known friend of his or something. I'm not really sure. Mm. But had some type of connection away. So there's just been, like, a lot of controversies with this Fortnite yeah. summer skirmish thing in general is what I'm getting at. And this is just another, like, really, <laughs> like, a coin right, flip. right. Yeah, it's not doing any favors for its legitimacy, that's for sure. my head right now. Yeah. I know, right? It's, uh... Yeah. yeah. It's got some growing pains. I think it's it's growing a little bit too fast for its own good. Mm-hmm. Well, apparently it's leveled out. Oh, well, Appa- right. Apparently it's not dead, quote-unquote, quote but apparently it, it has leveled out a lot. They said that the... I think, like, they said the growth for our, the last two months has only been about 10%. About fifteen percent overall, and revenue is mm-hmm. down by about sixty percent. But they probably hit that peak, right? Like it's like Pokemon yeah, yeah. Go. Like everyone was playing Pokemon Go. There's obviously going to dip where it levels out, and that game still makes like millions of dollars a month, mm-hmm. right? So it's going to level out for sure. Totally, yeah. But yeah, they got a lot of growing pains, though. I agree. I mean, what? What? I mean, what do you? It's so hard. Like that's one of the things with Battle Royale Royals. That's an issue. Is that at the end of the day. It has to be like a hundred people, right? Mm-hmm. And how do you get like a hundred? Like PUBG does lands, like they're awesome and cool, but like that must be so expensive for them to like set up, fly out all the play- players to Europe, like get them all in a land, get them all set up. You know what I mean? It yeah. like seems like it's such a hard thing to do. Like Vegas, like Vegas hosts the H one Z one Pro Tournament, Omega Law, and mm-hmm. I mean all those players need to live in Vegas, and they go and compete every week at in. Uh, Vegas esports arena type of place over there, right? right? And even then, it's like fifty people. It's like fifty to sixty people per match. Like that's a ton of overhead to have to do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I I don't know if if, if you could have the perfect Fortnite rule set, what would you do? Would you do? Let's just keep it simple. Would you do solo, duo, or squads? Um, I would go squads. Okay. Yeah, I think squads just have a lot more ability to strategize and just there's a lot more opportunities for fun team fights, mm-hmm. in in my opinion. Um, there's just something about like team versus team combat. Like you just you're you're able to communicate more and you're able to just like um, build structures that are actually effective and mm-hmm. actually help each other. I think squads it's 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 where it's at, honestly. Now, would you put more points on placements or kills, or how would you divide that up, right? It's kind of hard to do it by points, because like then you have to assign a value to whatever you're doing. Mm-hmm. And that in itself is kind of hard. Um, kills was probably the easiest way, but that also is kind of difficult, too. Yeah, I mean, we had those issues where... When it was just a point, when it was just a placement system, you had mm-hmm. like you know, it was like the circle was super tiny, and there was like what, like still like thirty duo teams left, which is like sixty yeah. people, and it just became this boring like people just editing walls and trying to like crawl <laughs> to yeah, like the next yeah. circle, and it was really awkward and weird, and people were like on top of each other technically and stuff. It was right. weird. So yeah, yeah. Can't, can't do it by placement either because yeah, it encourages that sort of defensive turtling sort of gameplay, mm-hmm. and that's not fun to watch, like kills if you do it by kills then you have something exciting to watch because people are actually being more aggressive mm-hmm. and people are going out there and doing stuff right so i mean for the sake of like people watching maybe mm-hmm. going by kills is the best choice all right 
Yeah, it's really hard. And one of the things that I've always talked about with Fortnite that's just different from like um, Overwatch or from like uh, any other type of team sport, uh, team video game that I've ever played is that Overwatch is just a, like no one, no one brags in Overwatch that I'm a top 30, that you're a top 32 player or that you're a top eight player or I'm a top four player, right? No one like gives a crap about that right all that anyone asks is like dude how many solo how many wins you got oh you got like 10 like yeah you're pretty bad right like oh you got 100 oh you're pretty good right everyone only like no one cares it's like yeah but i've gotten second place like 200 times who cares if you've never won right that's one of the issues that i have with fortnite personally is just that right it like in overwatch or other games like yeah you might lose a game but you still have fun doing it like you still get like rewarded for it in a way right you're still five people win five people lose it's pretty balanced even but it's it's hard especially in solo and fortnite it's like 100 people enter 99 lose one person wins right and the other 99 people don't really get credit or you know even being a top consistent like top 10 player right 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 like no one no one cares about that unless you actually win the game mm-hmm yeah, and like part of it's due to just the format of it, like the last man standing kind of gameplay. Like, so naturally, the only thing that matters is the winner. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter what if you're like second or third place consistently or whatever. It's just who's who comes out on top. Right. So it's and, yeah. the nature of battle royals. Anything else you wanted to cover with this uh, with this topic? No, no, I'm good. Anything else you wanted to add? Okay, let's move on to the next topic, and then we got like a handful of over. Let's just get this Prime stuff out of the way um, really quick. Uh, PSA for everyone, there is an Overwatch Prime loot box that is out currently right now. Uh, if you guys didn't know, Overwatch has been doing um, some promotions. So um, last month or two months ago, it was Hamtaro. I call him Hamtaro, but his real name is Wrecking Ball. But it was Hamtaro <laughs> loot boxes where you got two free loot boxes. Each of them had Hamtaro-like items in them, his sprays, his skins, his voice lines, etc., etc. This month, they're bringing back the golden loot box again, but for Overwatch. So just FYI, uh, what that means is that it will have a guaranteed legendary you don't already own. So Hmm. keep that in mind as well to go and redeem that. Uh, I believe it ends like in a month or so. So you you got a while, guys. You got a long while to do that. Uh, Pixel, you're going to do it? All right, it's through uh, October 9th is when it ends, guys. Pixel, you're going to redeem? You can play some yeah, Overwatch, well. Doc? <laughs> uh, we'll see about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know if there's anything you wanted to add about that. I just wanted to get that out of the way. A little PSA. Uh, no, that's it. I mean, you're the Overwatch guy here. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty cool. Uh, free stuff is free stuff. It's It's just cosmetic skins. So... I don't know. <laughs> it, it's pretty. <laughs> it's pretty neat. I'm not a, like a big skin person or anything like that. So I don't know. It's nice. It's cool to, to get, and it's nice that you get a guaranteed legendary that you don't own, mm-hmm. uh, since they are doing the duplicate stuff. Uh, and then next up, before we get to our last new topic of the night, uh, is just a reminder that the Jack Ryan promotional technically ends tomorrow at 9 p.m. PST. So we talked about that last week, but that is the promotional where if you link your Amazon Prime account to your Twitch Prime account. There is a link that will show up to tell you to watch the first episode of the Jack Ryan uh, Amazon Prime streaming TV show that is on there with Jim Halpert from The Office. But Mm -hmm. if you watch episode one, you will get 400 bits delivered to you by September 7th. So two days 
later. Uh, Pixel, have you watched it? Uh, I have actually. What? It's actually no spoilers. What did you think about it? I haven't watched it yet. Um, if you like spy thriller movies, like military mm-hmm. drama movies, it's actually pretty good. Okay. I I enjoy it. Like, um, if you are a fan of that kind of stuff, you if you're a fan of Tom Clancy at all, like it's a great it's a great show actually. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm looking well, forward yeah. to it. Yeah. I, I, I know that he, Jack Ryan's like one of his main characters or something, right? Like he's been writing about him for actually quite a while, I think. Yeah, he's like the main character in like almost all of his books. Yeah. Like, like he's on like a he's like, like on a sliding almost. timeline like James Bond, right? Kind of, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's kinda like this hero that just goes and progresses along each book. Yeah. So So Yeah. Okay. Cool, cool. Alright. So next actual new topic that we have and i guess we can just kind of springboard off of this as well uh this was actually posted by a random uh reddit user that uh hold on let me open this is this topic taken down no it's not okay this is actually posted by uh a random reddit user about a day ago it didn't actually get much traction but somehow i was just browsing like the new in uh in the reddit for twitch uh pretty good place if you guys are looking for like tech um tech advice or something like that for uh twitch on on there uh r slash twitch but uh yeah the post is pretty simple and straightforward but apparently this user his name is umbra virus is that how you pronounce it u-m-b-e-r-p-h-y-r-i-s Virus? Yeah, um, Umber Virus uh, posted a thing where I guess in the future there will be an inability to run vodcasts without least affiliate status. So um, he kind of went in, uh, went into detail here. He linked a couple pictures as well, but there is an update on the Premiere slash rerun uh, page of Twitch that says update as of Friday, September fourteenth. Reruns and premieres will become available once you become. An affiliate, which means that you need to be an affiliate or higher to um, use these features. Uh, for those of you who don't know what those features are, reruns is a thing that used to be on the old Justin.tv website, but it used to be called playlists. And what that was is that you could queue up a bunch of VODs and just replay them over and over and over again. And once your stream went live, the VODs would stop playing your stream would go live, you would do your live thing. After you would end the stream, the VODs would continue from where they left off and keep playing it over and over and over again. Um, a lot of people on Justin Not TV that I watched back then were podcasters, tech podcasters specifically. So that was the reason why there was a playlist feature. Makes sense, right? They're not on the air, but you can still watch your old episodes of the podcast. Well, they changed it for Twitch. Uh, what it is now is you add videos or past broadcasts of your stream or highlights or exclusively uploaded stuff from your video manager to a corrugated playlist. You hit start. It starts. Let's say it goes for three hours. After three hours, it just ends. So it doesn't loop, basically. It doesn't continually loop, unfortunately, which a lot of people I've heard are disappointed about that. Um, apparently that feature is going to be going away and, uh, premieres as well is a feature that I personally don't use. I think it's a little weird, a little strange, but I know some, uh, people are using it, but it's basically when you upload a video to Twitch as an upload it, as in like YouTube upload, you get an option to do a thing called premiere where 
once you hit it, your video will start playing live on your Twitch stream for the first time ever, and the uploaded video will be premiered, hence the name, on your Twitch stream. And uh, your viewers will get notified that there's a premiere starting in two minutes. There'll be this cute little countdown for your uploaded video, and then you guys can watch it together. Uh, I haven't seen many people use this feature at all, but the people I have seen used it, like did it for like their PAX vlog or TwitchCon vlogs and stuff like that in the past. Um, but for me personally, I can totally understand why both these features are going away for people who um, aren't affiliates. Heck, as an affiliate myself who uses reruns quite often, I usually use them when I can't stream that night during my usual stream schedule. I don't even think they're that useful, <laughs> to be honest. Uh, Pixel, uh, what do you think about the whole experience? Oh, I should also add that uploads hasn't changed. So if even though you're not an affiliate or a partner, if you're just a random pleb, you can still upload videos to your channel. So uh, Pixel, mm -hmm. what, did you, what do you think about this? You okay with it? I, I'm totally okay with this. Like, I don't think non-affiliates really need this feature honestly mm -hmm. because who are they going to be broadcasting to let's like let's be honest like if if you're not an affiliate you're not you not not many people are actually watching you mm -hmm. even I'm if you're an affiliate not many people are watching you so i i honestly i'm actually surprised that wasn't taken away from uh from uh affiliates as well like i wouldn't mind yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't mind it being taken away from affiliates to be honest uh-huh right yeah yeah and like also I'd imagine there are like some technological limitations for supporting all of these um, supposed plebs that are actually doing this because I don't think there's going to be a bandwidth issue unless like someone's actually watching, mm -hmm. but having the system support all of these um, uploads and broadcasts and whatever, and being able to like play them whenever like on demand, that probably has some sort of technological limitations to it. Like you can't have like a, a million of these running at once. Right, right. Um, so it totally makes a lot of sense to do this. And I, I have no problem, you know, affiliates and partners, they need something to set them apart. And this is at least something. Yeah. Uh, I, I totally agree. I don't really understand the whole premiere thing on Twitch. I've probably used it once or twice. And this was before when you could, you couldn't. So before you had to, when you uploaded a video, you had to premiere it. You weren't able to publish it without a premiere. So I've done it a couple times, and it's very it's very strange. Um, I personally didn't like it. I don't really see the use of it. Uh, right. Essentially, it would tell you what time would you like your premiere to start. So I would say 9.30 a.m. And then at 9.30 a.m., two minutes beforehand, it would say that I'm live, and it would add in front of my uploaded video a two-minute countdown timer, kind of like a oh. the theatrical like two-minute uh, countdown timer. And it was like, make sure you're in chat chatting. And it would notify everyone that followed me that I was premiering a new video. Then the video would play for 10 minutes or however long the video was. And then oh. at the end, it would have a little fade out screen that was like, thanks for watching. And then that was it. It was really, it's really weird. It's a it's really a weird, awkward. it's a really weird feature, especially since like, and even with P partners, I've, who have used it. Like I've seen some partners use it when they did like a PAX vlog or something or a TwitchCon mm -hmm. vlog. It's like after it's done, they then need to hit start stream on OBS and then you need to refresh the stream because they're live, and it's it, it's it's very weird. It's a very weird feature. Um, I don't really see the point of Premiere. I do like the the feature of reruns though, or vodcasts. Mm -hmm. yeah, I do I do think they're useful. Strange. Yeah, yeah. Premiere does sound a little strange. 
Because, mm-hmm. I mean, it's a VOD that you're playing during a live broadcast, essentially. It's not even a VOD. It has to be, like, an uploaded video. Oh, it's an uploaded video. Okay. Yeah. Then, I don't know. It kind of... I, I have strong feelings against that. Like, just because when you're, when you're doing that and you're premiering something, you take away the ability to watch on demand, basically. It's, you have to adjust your schedule around that. Mm-hmm. And when I feel like it's just a, an uploaded video, I don't think it's necessarily worth to just, like, go into the stream when I'm not going to be able to take part in, like, a Twitch chat or whatever mm-hmm. and speak to the streamer because that's kind of, like, what I'm all about here. Mm-hmm. So for this kind of stuff, I feel like this really needs to go on, on YouTube or it just needs to be a straight-up upload, not even have a premiere. Yeah, but, so they allow you to straight up upload now. Like they allow you to post without Premiere now, so you can straight up upload, which is nice to mm-hmm. Twitch. But yeah, it, it's like an optional feature now, and it's just like it's weird. I don't get it. You know, like I feel like Twitch is yeah. trying to become more like YouTube, and YouTube is trying to become more like Twitch, right? Especially with like yeah, yeah. the tag system coming as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like tag system, sure. Like I, I think that'd be great as long as there's like better ways to search and find things because. Like, I think I've mentioned this before on, on here, but finding clips and stuff is incredibly painful. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, there's just no way to find good clips of, like, of things that you remember. Like, you'd have to dig through lists and lists of clips. It'd be just great if there were a way to tag stuff. And, I mean, it sucks that, you know, you have the um, clipper have to make those tags, but you know, it's, it's something. Yeah, no, I like I can't even imagine some of the bigger streamers I watch where like they just show their Twitch dashboard because they don't get they don't care mm-hmm. if people see and it's like they've had like 8000 clips or something happen in their yeah. stream and it's just like, like, how did like, where do they all go? <laughs> you know what I mean? Because they're probably just right? dead. Like they're probably, yeah, you know, bottom of the barrel somewhere lost. Maybe they're safe. Like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah the Twitch I... user like profile for clips or managing your clips is pretty awful. So mm-hmm. I'm hoping that like you can attribute tags to them, or you you can at least like search by title or something. Search by title, search by date, search by like anything. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, like almost yeah, anything. anything. Yeah, dates would help. You know, uh, something corresponding with a certain bod. I don't. I don't know anything. Yeah, anything really. Um, but yeah, so I guess those two features are going away and I guess we can just kind of go into our next topic, uh, at hand, which is probably just going to be the lump of these two topics in general. Cause why not? But, um, th- that's pretty much all the new news we have this week, guys. There's not really much going on. Watch that. Like I call it, but like tomorrow we're going to get like breaking news, Twitch, like Twitch got bought by Google and Facebook's merging like all this news tomorrow because it's screwed. It's like when you wash your car and the next day it rains or whatever, like the same concept or whatever. Um, (laughs) But so over the next coming weeks, guys, we have a lot of stuff that's going to be changing, I feel like. And I think it would be good for us to recap a lot of it, especially for some of my friends and people who have watched who maybe it's their first time tuning in. But and we've also had a couple weeks to talk about it. But if you guys remember about a month ago, month and a half ago, episode one, we went through a lot of topics mm-hmm. on that episode. It was probably our, we probably peaked. Episode one, we peaked. It's been all downhill <laughs> from there with topics. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Oh, but um, We talked uh, during that episode about the IRL and creative changes. And just for a short, brief recap, IRL and creative are going away. They're splitting them up into 10 topics, which vary, uh, vary with uh, food, uh, food, outdoor, uh, travel, sports, 
just chatting, etc., etc., etc. The topics we've mentioned before, uh, there's programming and stuff like that, I believe, as well, right? Uh, and other things as well. Oh, I think Pixel froze. Hello? Lagging. Pixel is lagging. We can see like a solitary face of Pixel. It's pretty funny, actually. Hold on one second. Let me switch to this scene and see if I can calm back. Uh, video. If not, we can just get into non-voice chat with them. Uh-oh, we might actually be down? I don't know. Hold on. Give me a sec, guys. Mm, hold on. Oh, Discord actually might be down. Just our luck. The Discord actually might be down. Uh, sorry, guys. Give me a sec. Uh... Let me try to call him back one more time. If not, then we're going to have to be forced just to go on, like, audio only. Call. Hello. Hello. That was weird. Yeah, that was really weird. It's yeah, that was that was super weird. Um, maybe Discord just had a hiccup or something. <laughs> All of a sudden, I just heard like a boop, and then like you're frozen a little bit. And I was like, uh, <laughs> Pixel really likes having staring contests. He's really good at them too because he's not blinking at all. <laughs> um, I was actually just about to look up my Twitter to to look up the categories and stuff. So let me do that really quick. Um, but yeah, so uh, like we were mentioning before, there is a change in basically. Just the categories split into 10 categories, as well as they introduced what Pixel kind of briefly touched on, which were tags, which like on YouTube, where you can say um, on your video, hashtag YouTube, hashtag BlizzCon, depending on what your video is, you can tag your videos. You'll be able to tag your streams as well. We have been, it has been confirmed since we last talked about it, that tags will, there's about a thousand, a thousand plus tags at the start. Uh, you cannot make your own tags, but you can submit tags to Twitch, and if they get enough of requests for said tag, then they will approve it and be like, okay, it's an official tag. Also, which I don't know how I feel about this, but I think it pertains to partners only, Twitch is able to choose your tags for you. So if with an algorithm or something, or if you're playing, like, say, a sponsored ad or something like that, they will be able to say like hashtag sponsored or hashtag ad and maybe add that for you, right? right. Um, but like I said, it's art, hobbies and crafts, food and drink, music and performing arts, beauty and body, science and technology, just hang travel and outdoors and sports and fitness. Um, so Pixel, it's been about a month since we last talk about, talked about this topic. What do you think about the whole, uh, the whole change? Are you still kind of on the same boat? Have you milled it over and been like, this is a good thing? Have you milled it over and been like, this is a bad thing? Um, we both I, kind of moderate for people who kind of kind of directly affects, cannot really, like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. we have friends who do this as well, who stream this uh, in these categories. Um, yeah, has your opinions changed from the last time we talked? Or have any growing concerns been raised from what you've heard in the community? Is everyone just waiting for Doomsday to happen? <laughs> I think everybody's just waiting to see what happens. 
I mean, I don't think anything's changed from my end because I still think that some of these categories are going to be like a death sentence because mm-hmm. no one's really going to visit there. Right. I think the the main reason IRL is so successful is because everything is lumped under one category and mm-hmm. you can go there and explore and find things that you wouldn't normally find otherwise. Right. Too many categories. When you, when you do that, you, you end up um, focusing people's attention on certain categories. Right. Like I can see like art, uh, hobbies and crafts, food and drink. Those are all going to be fine. ASMR is going to be fine. Talk show is fine. But like, Science and technology, beauty and body art. Yeah, it's gonna it's be like one streamer that's straight up gonna be like beauty and body art, and that's it. Yeah, like I know one body art um, streamer. Science and technology, that's a really really niche field. I mean, I'm sure people are gonna be like um, programming and doing stuff like that, mm-hmm. but that's still gonna be very niche. And you know what? It might be helpful for, for people who are looking for like game development streams, but it's going to be really, really niche. Yeah, it's going to be really bad, I think, for a lot of people still. It's, it's kind of like if you're um, doing well and you have a lot of people watching, this is going to help a lot. Um, say, like, you're an ASMR streamer. People mm-hmm. looking for that, they will go there and they will find your stream. Right. So you have the situation where, like, the people with a lot of viewers are going to get a lot more. But mm-hmm. people who have a small amount of uh, viewers might just get less because of this division, right? So it's gonna—I think it's gonna widen the gap of people who are watching, right? I—I I think also just like ASMR, like ASMR as well is like a pretty big thing where it's gonna be a category that can stand on its own. But yeah, like <laughs> there's gonna be a lot of stuff that you just can't really do, like. Beauty and body art, like, I don't know anyone who's, like, really just going to be, like, unless they're already following the streamer, like, oh, I want to look up beauty and body art. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) I'm sorry, like, I'm not trying to roast those people or anything like that. But, you know, like, it's just a thing. Um, Another thing was just, like, kind of what I've gone gone at is, you know, at the end of the day, it really depends on how Twitch enforces this all. Um, that that's what it really comes down to, you know, and I'm still optimistic because the categories are such deep are very detailed in a way, mm-hmm. to describe certain different categories and stuff. So I'm hoping that they do try to enforce it to some extent because that's basically the problem yeah. with IRL is, let's be honest here and let's be frank here, there's a lot of people in IRL who should be in creative, right? Mm-hmm. They should be, but they're able to get away with IRL. They're affiliates, partners, uh, neither, right? Streaming in IRL and maybe doing something that should be in music or creative. But, you know, they can get away with it because they're in IRL. You know? mm-hmm. And... Uh, I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm not saying it's right. But there's no point in splitting IRL up into all these sections if um, if it's not enforced, right? There's no point, right? Because if they probably... Inf- if I feel like if they enforced IRL to begin with from the beginning and said, like, kind of to any, like, people who weren't supposed to be in IRL, like, hey, go back to music or, hey, go back to creative, we wouldn't have this problem, right? right like, right. IRL probably wouldn't be as big as it is. Yeah, but and that's that's yeah. gonna be a big thing is whether they actually enforce these um, new rules. Yeah, it's it's really bizarre because I feel like it's one of the rules that's like never really enforced on Twitch, but mm-hmm. then it's like kind of a big deal. But then it's never like enforced, right? Yeah, like it's always like 
It's like someone will be streaming like Hearthstone or something, and they're like in the like. Let's say someone's like just got done playing Fortnite. They're like, all right, I'm done with Fortnite. I'm gonna go to Call of Duty. So they start playing Call of Duty, mm-hmm. but they forget to update their game to Fortnite, right? Like you mm-hmm. never see staff coming in here like, hey, what the hell, man? You're under Fortnite, like 24 hour ban, right? A lot right, of the times right. it's like maybe 30 minutes past. Like, oh shoot, dude, I'm under the wrong. Ca- My bad, guys. Mm-hmm. And they'll switch. It's like not a big deal. But then, like. That's the core of Twitch is streaming a specific game and being in that category so that when people browse, they see these categories, you know, with their numeric mm-hmm. values or whatever. It's it's kind of strange that one of the kind of core features of streaming from like just a technical standpoint, like mm-hmm. is not being enforced that hard. So I feel like it will be interesting to see if Twitch enforces this until what length too as well. You know, it will, yeah. it's going to be so bizarre if we see people who are like drawing, but they're in just chatting. Because they technically yeah. are just chatting, and yeah. they get banned or something. Right. See, now I'm just waiting for the artists who go into ASMR, so we can just listen to their pencils on the page. <laughs> yeah, and I was talking to a couple of people about this too. It's like, what if you're just doodling, but you're mostly talking, but you're just fidgeting with your hands? Like, is that art or is that just chatting? Like, I feel there's gonna be so many loopholes. And then yeah. somebody was like, uh, I know a couple of people who do fishing, and they're actually like on fishing teams, right? So they're like, so am I on travel and outdoor? Like, so it's like, am I in travel and outdoors until I get to the, to the tournament and then I'm in sport and fitness or can I stay in travel and outdoor? Cause I'm technically still outside. Right. Right. Like there's little, there's little things like that. Right. That Mm -hmm. I don't think Twitch is really, you know, thinking about or whatever. What I think is I think Twitch wants people to just kind of like stick to their category. That's what I think personally. Right. So I feel like, Mm -hmm. If you're like a fishing streamer or something like that, it's like just stick and travel and outdoors. Like don't do sports and fitness, right? Because you're like going all the way. You know, you're traveling. You're actually doing stuff to get there, right? Right, um, right. So I feel like that's what they're trying to say is just like stick to your category. But <laughs> um, yeah, a lot of these categories are just going to be dead. Um, I'm still like, I'm just like, you got to enforce your rules, Twitch. Like. That's really what it comes down to, and it'll be interesting to see what happens, because if they don't enforce it, we're going to have another situation like IRL. Mm. And, like, no offense to Twitch, but they are, have been kind of slow to react sometimes. Yeah. And when they do react, it doesn't really mean anything. And I kind of would want a Twitch that is just a bit more enforcing in that type of sense. Like, I feel like the Twitch Terms of Service came out, the new ones, and, like, nothing really has changed. Mm. Right? Like, they had, like, two, two to three streams on twitch.tv slash twitch about like their new rules about hate speech about harassment about you know that type of stuff and like what's really changed you know i haven't really seen anything change you know right um so it'll be interesting to see if these categories are actually enforced because if not we're going to see the same thing that happened with IRL we're going to see probably people a lot of people in chatting we'll probably see everyone in hobbies and crafts if that gets big or art right yeah, I um, think just chatting is going to be the new IRL, to be honest. Yeah, just chatting is going to be huge. Like, I can see people in food and drink, like, if they're not enforced, if they don't get enforced and be told, hey, stay in food and drink, I can totally see them going to, let's say, art, which probably will have more viewership now, or hobbies mm-hmm. and crafts and being like, hey, when I'm, I'm making a cake, it's an art, right? Mm-hmm. And seeing them get away with that, so. Yeah, I, I could totally see them, like, combining some of these, too. Yeah, I don't understand why it was, like, so specialized. Yeah, like, um, art could have been combined with hobbies and crafts. Mm-hmm. It could have been, like, it would be a stretch, but you can probably combine it with music, too. Yeah. Um, 
special events could uh, be rolled into like talk shows and podcasts. Well, apparently special Whoa, special events is like when you're streaming at TwitchCon or PAX or BlizzCon. Apparently that's what that category is for. Yeah. Okay. So. Okay. That, that can be separate. But like, yeah, yeah a few of these could have, could have been just combined. Yeah. I, I feel like looking at the categories, what they're trying to do is just kind of like separate, like they separate games, right? Like when you play a game, you're not in just a genre. So like you're, mm-hmm. it's like when I, I'm not, we're not streaming a battle royale game. We are streaming PUBG. We are streaming mm-hmm. Fortnite, right? Very, yeah. very similar, similar game, similar entities, but completely different games, right? I feel like that's right. what the route is. They're trying to go with these communities. Is like, yeah, arts and hobbies and crafts, like very, very similar, but at the same time, two different things, right? Mm. Uh, in a sense, like I feel like that's the t- like that's the same type of like concept or whatever. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. So like that's one of the that. things that like I can totally see happening or whatever. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. So, what about um? What about the other stuff that's um, going on? What do you think about the tags? Tags? Um, I don't know. Like the the list seems incredibly huge. I don't know if I want to spend like the amount of time like going through this entire list of tags just to see like which one is um, useful for me. Mm-hmm. So it's not it's another one of those things where it's like I guess we'll wait and see like to to see like whether this is actually useful. And I don't, I don't know about the whole like um, just having a list of tags. I, I would have to create my own tags yeah i i think i get why they're trying to do it and try to make it so that they have their own tags but even still it's like eh, i don't think people like i understand i guess why they're like nah guys (laughs) like we want to do our own tags because i feel like it's gonna it would get like really weird because like i feel like there'd be some probably bad tags out there you know what I mean? Yeah, that people yeah. could make that are like not TOS friendly and would like cause a bunch of issues that like just people want to try to avoid. Like I can totally see that happening, to be honest, you know? True, true. Okay, you know what? That's that's a good point. I mean, yeah, there's gonna be a lot of trolls in Twitch and a lot of people who are just going to use that as a way to just Yeah, break TOS. Right, exactly. So it's like one yeah. of those things where it's like I don't think people necessarily yeah i just don't trust people (laughs) that's that's what it comes down to honestly man it's like i just don't trust people yeah maybe i'm just too trusting for for people on twitch yeah maybe maybe you're right (laughs) we're talking we're talking twitch chat here you can't really trust them that well but i mean i think the tags are cool i'm I'm curious to see how many tags i'm i'm just so this is supposed to launch in about a week they said mid-september right so i'm just yeah so i'm just curious to see what exact like what exactly just what exactly um the how many tags you can put right is it going to be like youtube where you can put like a billion tags you know what i mean where are they going to show up on the page are they going to show up where communities showed up are they going to show up in your stream title mm-hmm. it'll be really interesting to see you know yeah, they're not going to be like communities so it's not like you're going to be able to go to a page called family friendly all that it yeah. means is that if your stream is tagged let's say family friendly or your stream's tagged hearthstone if you search up in the search bar hearthstone you will be able to, um, you know, find that type of stream, right? Right. Um, so just keep that in mind, guys, as well. It's completely different from that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, so it's, yeah. we gotta wait and see. I mean, it's gonna be out in what a couple weeks, so yeah. They it said they long. said mid September. I mean, I so like what's today's date? It's like the fourth. So I, it's either gonna be end of this week or like early next week or something, mm-hmm. or like end okay. of next week. Like mid September means that, I guess, right? 
<laughs> I don't know. Some people are like coming in fall 2018, and then it's basically like December, and it's like it's out. Yeah. <laughs> like technically fall, guys. Like so, I don't know how how Twitch's timeline is going to work. Um, but yeah, um, I guess moving on from this, uh, these communities. Uh, unless you've had anything else to talk about with those or mention about those. No, I think we covered it. Okay. Um, tags. Is there anything else that you wanted to add about tags, or are you going to be utilizing them? Do you think it will help out streamers? Um, um, yeah. If it, if it applies to videos and like clips and vods and stuff like that, sure. You know what? That that'll help. If it means like yeah. finding a specific thing that like I remembered that I didn't bookmark or something like that, then yeah. You know what? I'm I'm all for it. I it de- I think it de- I think it would definitely will. Um. Because like I, we kind of talked about earlier, like YouTube or Twitch is trying to become more like YouTube and YouTube's trying to become more like Twitch. Mm-hmm. So I can totally see. Um, yeah, I can totally see that happening. Basically, mm-hmm. I almost 100 percent guarantee you that you'll be able to search clips in broadcasts. Right. Because really what? all clips are is just like a piece of the the, the broadcast. Right. So the broadcast mm-hmm. is hashtag something. I'm assuming the clip will be hashtag something as well. That's right. just that's just my assumption, and and hopefully they do that because yeah, the tags the tag system is everything on on YouTube right. right now. What if you were able to use like a bunch of different unrelated tags to like uniquely identify stuff that's like your channel? Okay, so explain. What does that mean? So okay, so say like give me yeah, um, give me an example. Okay, so say you want to create like a collection of clips, right? Oh. And you want to give them like three unique tags that are completely unrelated. Like, I don't know. I'm just going to come up with words. I don't know the tag list right now. But like, toilet, watermelon, Wookiee. <laughs> okay. What kind of streams so... you watching? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, so here's yeah, yeah. what I Like, uh-huh. okay, so any, everybody tags these clips with those tags. And if you want to search for clips of your collection, you search for those, and you get all of the clips that are related to your collection. I mean, that would be pretty cool, right? It's it's a way of kind of like hacking the system if it works the way I'm thinking. Right. But that would be kind of a cool way to collect all of the clips that you want with just like some sort of unique identifier, you know? Yeah, I actually really, really like that idea. Uh, I hope they do something like that. I don't know if they will, but I mean, I don't know how the system's going to work like exactly, right? So it's <laughs> just like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I think I think that'd be like kind of interesting. I could see people like hacking the system like that. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but yeah, I guess uh, if you have uh, no other thing, uh, we can move on or whatever. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Um, last. But not least, one second here. Gotta pull this up. So, last but not least, um, Prime ad changes are coming next week, uh, September twelfth. Rip Prime ads. Right. So, what we mean by that, guys, is that if you didn't know, Twitch Prime will no longer be offering a free ad block when you have a. Twitch Prime, if you have a Twitch Prime account, uh, for people who I I don't really understand it, right? They said September twelfth, but then for but then we we get October twelfth as well. What's the difference between the two months? Um, I think it has to do with uh, your your subscription to Amazon Prime. Somehow. Okay, so I guess it's like if you made a new new Amazon Prime, like you're out of luck or something. You're screwed. It's September twelfth, but for OGs, it's like October twelfth. 
I think so. It's like people who are yeah. who've been with Amazon Prime for much longer. I think you have a longer time. Okay. And this is global ads. I don't know if we specified that last time we talked about. This is global ads. So let's say if you end up going to, um, say, you re- you use your free Prime token on, let's say I use it on Pixel, and then Pixel runs an ad, mm-hmm. I still won't see it because I'm subscribed to him, right? But it just right, means, right. like, if I'm not subscribed to him and he does decide to run an ad or if I'm on another channel where they don't where they run ads and I'm not subscribed to them, prime token or not, I'll still be able to see the ad. Um, sucks. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it, it really does suck. And but you know what? It, it still comes down to the broadcaster whether yeah. they're running an ad or not. Right. And it comes down to them pushing that button to say run ad. Right. So yeah, like you know, there might be pre roll ads when you mm. first enter a channel. I guess I'm okay with that, you know, as long as they're not like interrupting stream, that's all I'm concerned about. Yeah, so that's one of the things is like that I kind of mentioned was like people are sometimes blowing this way out of proportion and I definitely agree with you because at the end of the day, um it really does come down to the broadcaster running the ads, right? So you should be mad at certain broadcasters who run the ads all all the time, right? on mm-hmm. mobile as well because you know i'd be install i don't do it but hypothetically i would install something block origin something something on my computer so that i didn't see ads <laughs> hypothetically i would do that if i right, needed right. to but i i'm okay with ads but if i hypothetically didn't like ads i would have installed it like two weeks ago <laughs> on my computer um so i don't think it's gonna affect desktop people much uh, I do think that the big, big thing for me personally, and maybe it will just stop my consumption of Twitch a little bit, which I think is probably fine at this point, but um, <laughs> I think my issue is just mobile. Mobile um, is going to suck. Now, here's the thing. I'm an iPhone user. I'm switching off of the iPhone pretty soon because my phone is like pretty dead. I'm probably getting a new phone here. Android, hypothetically, I don't know if they have an ad block, but I, I'm assuming it doesn't really work even if they did have something like that or whatever. So either way, you're kind of like screwed. Um, Yeah, so my issue is pre-rolls before that you're forced to watch on top of the fact that it's on mobile, which means I can't skip. So I am hoping that there will be some type of like cooldown system between pre-roll ads. And what I mean by that is YouTube does this great. I watch a YouTube video, I'll get a pre-roll ad. I can skip the ad, or it's a 30-second, 15-second ad, whatever. Then maybe for the next two to three videos, I won't see ads at all, right? But then maybe mm-hmm. after that third video, I'll get another pre-roll ad. I hope that Twitch is like that, because we talked about this a couple weeks ago, but I actually was a Twitch Turbo subscriber for eight ninety nine a month. This was before Twitch mm-hmm. Prime. You can actually get Twitch Turbo. And, uh, yeah, not see ads. And it was great, because it worked with mobile as well. Um, okay. The issue was back then is that there was no cooldown system <laughs> with mobile Ooh. ads. So I would go to a stream, watch a pre-roll ad, wouldn't be able to skip it. Stream would uh, start, the person was AFK or I didn't like their content at the time. I was like, okay, I'll go to another stream. Go somewhere else, boom, another pre-roll ad. So I finally said, screw it, I'm getting in Twitch Turbo. And that's how I did it, you know? Wow. Um, then I learned also that what ended up happening was you could just, I don't know, so this might work. This is a hack, right? I would never do this. But hypothetically, if I were to do this, what you could do is while watching the pre-roll ad, you can hit the settings button, change the audio only, 
and then switch back to video, and apparently the pre-roll ad goes away. Oh, I, I learned that, and I hypothetically canceled my Twitch pro or my Twitch <laughs> Turbo subscription after like two months of doing that. Wow. Okay, that's something to remember. All right. Yeah. So keep that in mind. So my question to you. Oh, and then also kind of to add on to this, because we talked about this in like kind of two sections or whatever. Uh, yeah. Falcon, I used that's the only reason I hate pre-roll so much. Um, the Kind of to jump on the same type of point is remember that the week after we did the podcast talking about Twitch Prime ad changes, um, the thing that ended up happening was affiliates ended up getting a run advertisement button for about two hours. Um, oh, I remember this. Yeah. yeah, so basically what happened was on my dashboard, I was thinking of stream. I usually have my dashboard open a lot, but I was thinking of streaming during the afternoon. And I ended up getting an actual like box where I was able to run a 30-second, 60-second, 90-second, 120 or 180-second ad. For about two hours, the box was there. And I actually did a test stream where I ran an ad, and it actually worked. And then the box was gone. So my theory still stands that affiliates will be getting the ability to run ads on their streams um, on September 12th or later, later date, I'm assuming. And apparently it's been a feature that's been quoted as coming soon for the last, like, year <laughs> on the affiliates page. So I wouldn't be surprised if ads will be coming soon. And I'm running ads all the time. Three-minute ads back Three to back. Three-minute ads all back to back to back. Actually, here's the thing. Long. When I ran the 30-second ad, I was like, wait, this is working? Like, what the heck? And I kind of didn't believe it. And then I tried to run it again just to make, make sure it wasn't a glitch. And it was like, I'm sorry, you can only run one ad every 10 minutes. So they actually mm. didn't let me just continually spam the ad button, basically. Like, there was you a cooldown. You need to combo that with your broadcasts. And, like, every 10 minutes, you run a three-minute ad. Dude, you, you, move, you make a bot. That automates it, so you don't even have to be there. So you're like just doing a vodcast or a rerun, and then you automate it so that like every ten minutes it runs a three minute ad on the vodcast. So you just gotta get one like one of those drinking birds that like tap your. your <laughs> <laughs> it's just like a big. It's just a big. It's just a button on my stream deck. Like, yeah. <laughs> it just runs the ad or whatever. I'm so down. Actually, can you actually? I don't even know if you can run ads on vodcast. That's something you're gonna have to test out or whatever. Yeah, yeah. That would be so good. Um, so I don't know if you want to add anything about the ad thing, Pixel. Um, I also wanted to ask you, I know I know you don't stream too much, but twitch.tv slash pixel underscore pusher101 uh, if you want to follow him. Uh, but I know he doesn't stream too much, but pick with, uh, uh, when you do stream, because I know you're going to stream soon. Um, I'm just saying that. I don't know when he's going to stream. Uh, <laughs> are you opposed to or against running ads? Um, I'm not opposed to running them, but I would only do it at certain points in time, mm -hmm. like at the end of stream. I probably wouldn't do it during a stream, mm -hmm. only if I were like going AFK or something like that. Right. Um, like I would follow very, very specific rules because I know that really, really bugs people when people see an ad and they miss content. Mm -hmm. So they would have to be during very specific points in time. Um, yeah. And you have to be very careful about when you actually run them. I would, End of stream, yeah. yeah, it's the obvious point in time, but... I would probably do one at the beginning just to know when the last time I ran an ad was, right? Just, like, for my own mind's sake. Like right when the stream starts. So probably no one's watching anyway, right? Mm -hmm. uh, I would probably run one. Like, so, with for me in my stream, I'll usually take a break about once every hour to just get up, stretch, detail, get water, whatever it may be. So I might run, like, a 30-second, maybe a minute ad then. 
maybe, but I really doubt I would even do that once an hour, maybe every two hours or something, which is basically how long my streams are anyway. Right. So, and then probably if I went on a long break and then probably at the end of the stream, I would tell people, like, uh, I know uh, a couple of streamers do this, big streamers do this, and I really like how they do this, um, but they'll say like, hey guys, I'm ending stream, just FYI, I'm going to run three minutes of ads. If you guys want to stick around to, uh, you know, help me get a little extra money, cool. If not, I'll talk to you guys later. And, you know, they kind of have their like ending screen and they, they do the three minute ads, right? I like that. Right, right. You know, yeah, that's cool. and then during that three minutes, like everyone's like ad block lol. <laughs> but so the people who have <laughs> ad block or the people who have Twitch Prime, rest in peace, or the subscribers, right? He'll do like a little three minute Q and A, like during those ads, and then after the ads are done, he'll be like, "All right, guys, uh, ads are up. Uh, I'll catch you guys next stream," and just kind of end. So I'd probably do something like that. Um, I guess to bounce off of that point, um, what about what about you and the people you watch? Are you, how, as you as a viewer, because we talked a little bit at you as a broadcaster, what you would do running ads. What about you as a viewer? If with a streamer, are you do ads get run in a lot of streams that you watched when you didn't have Prime or ad block hypothetically, and were you turned off, or have you ever been like, dude, there's too many ads here, I'm out, or do you just kind of sit through them and grit your teeth and kind of say, okay, I get it, they need to make money. Like, what's yeah. your what's your feeling on that? You know what I mean. Uh, most of the time, I'll just grit my teeth, and I'm only go I'm only gonna be salty if they run it during some point in their stream, like when there's actual content to be watched. Right. So that's the only time I'll ever be salty. Any other time, I'm cool. I'm cool with it. Like I'll just grin and bear it. Whatever. I'll just do something else, like switch to another tab. You know, go on Reddit for thirty seconds. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll even uh I'll even go get like uh I'll even go get like uh food or something or i'll take that time to like go get go uh have a break or something yeah yeah totally go so, to the bathroom like, or something right it's it's not a deal breaker unless it's being run so often that it's just it affects the content like as as soon as it starts affecting the content then i start to um form a really negative opinion of the, the channel mm-hmm. and that's something you never really want because yeah. once you once you lose that it's really hard to get it back I feel like CPM for ads is so low anyway, and I'm really surprised Twitch is really trying to push the ad thing. Yeah. Honestly, unless it's like they're so all low. of a sudden going to give us like way better CPM. I remember like twenty, like dude, I remember like 2013 or whatever. I used to watch this Diablo three streamer, right? Mm-hmm. He used to multi box Diablo three. This is like auction house Diablo three. Oh wow! That's right, cool. and yeah. he was saying, and like this dude, like I had ad block, or I hypothetically had ad block on, but <laughs> this dude would run a a 30 second ad every 20 minutes no matter what it was like automated on a bot oh, so no geez. matter what right 30 second ad every 20 minutes right and he yeah. said he was like saying that like he basically gold farmed diablo he's like yeah i make about three thousand dollars a month on selling diablo gold and then i make about an extra 2k on running ads and i was like what the heck that this is 2013 this is like 2013 2012 Right when whatever Diablo three came out, like the original one, yeah, yeah, and I don't think it's that much nowadays. No, not even close. And this guy wasn't like, well, okay, to be fair, back then, like Twitch is a lot different. Like this guy had like two K viewers in twenty thirteen, so that actually might be a lot. That's probably that's actually a lot back in twenty thirteen. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, I, I mean, let's let me let me look, let me look this up. Maybe you should look this up. What is what is the payout rate? It's probably close to. Um to YouTube I would I would imagine. Uh, 
This is all about like. I wonder how much how much money Twitch will make off this new ad strategy versus broadcasters. Oh, they want to hit. They want to double their advertising uh, income from five hundred million to a billion, right? Pixel, you were talking about. You can yeah. talk about that. You were saying something about that last time, right? Yeah, yeah. So uh, Emmett Shear, uh, the CEO of Twitch, he came out with a, a something saying that they want to double the amount of ad revenue that Twitch takes in. So it doesn't matter what source it is, whether it's through like ads or partnerships with whatever, they just want to sell more ads. And this is part of that push to sell it. Um, getting rid of the Twitch Prime um, ad thing. And so, yeah, this is uh, it's part of a, a bigger plan. Yeah, so it'll be interesting. Okay, so um, apparently as of 2018, the CPM for YouTube, this is YouTube, is for every non-ad-blocked 100K viewers, it's, a, it's almost $170. It's not a lot. Oh, that's... And that that's for yeah, that is for uh non ad blocked views. But then you gotta keep mm -hmm. into account that probably like sixty to seventy percent of views now are ad blocked, right? I would assume. I don't think oh, that's yeah, a crazy totally. number to talk about. Like sixty to seventy. So they're probably making most money off of mobile ads, which I don't mm -hmm. know if their CPM is different. I don't know, actually. I would imagine it's like the same. Yeah. So I'm curious like if Twitch is the same way as that. Like, that means that, like, every time Shroud or some big streamer like that runs an ad, let's say, that means they would have to run, like, maybe two ads. Like, so let's say someone has, like, 40K viewers. Like, how many of them realistically have had block? Let's say 50 to 60% of them. So you get down to about 20,000 20, viewers, maybe probably less. Eight, let's yeah. say 20,000 just to round it up or whatever. You run mm -hmm. a 30-second ad. You would need to run that ad roughly four to five more times to make an extra, like, 150 bucks. It's not really worth it. Yeah, so like every time you're running the ad, you're making what, like uh, 30 bucks? Yeah, and that's a, that's assuming that most of the people that were watching aren't subbed either. Correct. Well, do they still get the impression if they're subbed? I don't know. I don't, yeah, I think so. So yeah, I guess it's a full impression. So okay, that, that so number yeah, could like, be higher, actually, to be fair. But so it's still not a lot. It's not a lot, but if you think about it, if you're running those once an hour, you're making 30 bucks an hour. That's pretty decent. That's pretty decent, yeah. But then it's like, at the same time, if you're making that much money per hour just from ads, you probably don't even need to run them. Like, you probably are making, like, $1,000 an hour oh, like, from yeah, subs I mean, and donos, right? Yeah, yeah, totally. So there's, there's that kind of flip side as well. Like, mm -hmm. I, I think it'll be interesting to see if, like, if affiliates... So I don't think affiliates should necessarily get the ability to run and run ads because for me for you for a lot of us who are affiliates i don't think it matters right i get like Probably 10 well. viewers sometimes tops on stream and it doesn't matter like if i run an ad i'm getting nickels you know i literally <laughs> just i just literally wasted 30 seconds of your life so a nickel could be thrown at me right you know what i mean yeah, like, like it's, it's yeah it's so low that it really doesn't affect you in any way like you probably mm -hmm. better off like just not running it at all just and have a better stream experience yeah uh falcon said he's not sure if they would get the impression from the subs i don't know because with twitch prime you get the they get the full impression and with twitch turbo that's how it was too it was as if they it, they interacted fully with the ad that's why i'm just like not really sure with um with like su subs or whatever Right, so and like yeah. it's like it's debatable or whatever. What's up, Schechter? How's it right. going, man? 
one thing I'm also wondering is at, if at some point they're going to get rid of uh, watching ads bits. Because if they're planning on like increasing ad revenue from that, throwing away bits is losing money. Mm -hmm. So I'm kind of wondering if they'll just get rid of that at some point. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised or whatever if they did that. Um, be sad. <laughs> okay, Mister. I farm. <laughs> I hypothetically farm bits every day or whatever. <laughs> like that's debatable. But uh, no, I get, I get, yeah. I get what you mean, or whatever. So yeah, I'm just not. Yeah, I'm not really sure. It, yeah, it's really hard to say. Apparently, these changes are coming in a couple weeks. I'm still, I'm still banking on the fact that um, what ends up happening is you have, like, I think affiliates will be able, will gain the ability to run ads. Mm -hmm. So I just think that's that's how it is. Um, I don't know if you want to add any more to the topic. We have like briefly, like probably one last top topic to talk about. It's probably going to take like less than fifteen minutes. Okay, um, but we can, uh, we can move on. Okay, we can move on. Uh, all right, cool. So. Uh, yeah, so last chain or last thing we're talking about on the podcast tonight, it's going to be very short. Like I said, short podcast today, guys. We usually go for about two to three hours, um, but we are um, we don't really have many topics to talk about, to be honest. And we're probably <laughs> going to so – next week, we're just going to all have our popcorn out. We're just all going to be chilling. We're going to see what ends up happening. But um, I kind of wanted to talk about it because I saw a tweet today from Twitch, from PAX West or whatever. Um, apparently, TwitchCon's in a month. So, a month and a couple weeks. Yeah. So um, I don't know. I just wanted to give the floor to Pixel. Uh, if there was anything you wanted to add to the TwitchCon topic, probably what we're going to do, guys, is because I'm not going to TwitchCon because I'm going to BlizzCon, baby. Um, I can't go to both, guys. It's way too expensive to go to San Jose and uh, pay for this stuff and um, try to find arrangements for my daughter and stuff like that. And I know my daughter wouldn't have a good time at TwitchCon either, so I don't. I would feel guilty like dragging her along with me. But gotcha. also, like, having those arrangements or whatever um, with her mom and trying to figure stuff out. It's just way too complicated, whereas with BlizzCon, I kind of live within the general vicinity of the area, about 20 minutes away. And it's a Friday-Saturday thing where I can get her – uh, I can get someone to watch my daughter. But anyway, mm -hmm. I digress. I'm not going. We'll probably have an episode where I'm just solo queue crying the whole time because I'm not at TwitchCon. And then the next episode will be – actually, this is what we'll probably do. Hopefully, Twitch will allow us to restream – the Twitch presentation, the keynote they have. Really cool. And then yeah. we're going to restream that. We're going to watch it live, just you and I, Twitch chat, and then we're going to talk about it on a special Deep Thoughts episode. Maybe we'll like randomly call Pixel on mobile Discord. We'll make a long, see how the signal is at TwitchCon. <laughs> but I wanted to kind of give the floor to Pixel. What are you feeling right now? Are you hyped? Are you ready? Any special plans you're going to do? Are you going to go check out um, some awesome panels about... Um, how to improve your stream quality. Um, like, you know, what, what's going on? What's your background <laughs> on TwitchCon? Yeah, let's do it. You know, I, 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 I'm just, like, in love with TwitchCon. Like, I think that's, it's one of the more unique conventions out there where you can just, like, interact with the community that you've been talking to the entire year. And there really isn't any other place you can do that and immerse yourself with the communities that you've been a part of. Like, mm -hmm. so, like, I, I think it's a lot of fun. Um, I'm just super hyped for it. It's like it's one of my favorite times of the year, to be honest. And I don't know, like, yeah, I I, I don't know what else I can say except that like I just I I love the vibe, you know. Mm -hmm. I, I'm just a con goer, so I I really enjoy just going to conventions in general and just 
you know, getting lost in the crowds and just, mm-hmm. um, you know, being a part of something bigger. Man, you know what? Like, honestly, like, uh, cons stress me out, dude. <laughs> like, I don't really? know. I don't know why. Like, I, they just get me stressed out. Like, I have to make decisions on like what to do. It's like there's so many homies I want to see. Like, I never see all the homies every single <laughs> time. Like, at least you and I get to hang out. Like, my yeah, boys get yeah. to hang out. But there's like a couple people I never get to see. There's always that one dude who flies out. They're like, dude. Like last year TwitchCon, I couldn't see like three people who like flew from Canada, and oh, like I felt so bad because the, my phone reception sucked the whole time. Yes, the phone reception, reception is absolutely horrible. And then I'm like looking around, and there's all these like oh, semi overweight people like me, and I'm like, okay, so these are the people I'm banning from Twitch chat for saying the n word. Like it's awful. <laughs> like oh these, like these God. are the idiots. These are those idiots. <laughs> these are the people <laughs> asking so me for unbanning. <laughs> so you're that person. <laughs> like I don't know, it just triggers me. No, in all seriousness, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. TwitchCon is good. You know my my stance on TwitchCon is still like it's still there where like. It's one of those things where I feel like for a day trip, it would be, it's fine, but I still, it's really, I think, like I've told you before, you're in a very unique situation with your TwitchCon experience, mm-hmm. but, like, for me personally, like, it's something where I definitely need to go with a friend, and yes. I don't think I could ever get a hotel or get a three-day pass for me personally, mm-hmm. um, unless this stuff with Twitch happens, and then Twitch, yeah. if you're watching me. I'll go three day pass. I'll say it right now on this podcast. If I if that email comes back and it says what I want it to say, Twitch, three day pass, hotel room, honeymoon suite, Pixel and I are there. I'm just saying. Oh yeah. If if I get the email, I'll clip it. Some no clip it actually because I really can't <laughs> afford it. But I'll do it, Twitch. I'll try to do my best to get there if it happens. But I doubt that it's gonna happen. Um, sorry, I'm just reading chat. I never been to Con <laughs> when I was younger. Me and my some family. Oh, State Fair. Yeah, I, I did State Fairs as well. Anytime there are that many cells in a small, yeah, the service is going to suck. Big crowds are kind of annoying sometimes, especially if you're trying to get somewhere quick. Dude, bi- yeah, crowds oh, yeah. suck. Um, it's like, every, like, I just remember, like, last TwitchCon in, like, Long Beach, like, you would walk in, and, like, the front entrance was, like, the hardest place to, like, puzzle out of. Like, just oh. the immediate front entrance after the metal detectors, because yes. there would always be some, like, streamer there. Like, I remember walking in, and, like, Tyler1 was there, and there was just a swarm of people, and I was like, oh, yeah. gosh, we gotta move. Like, we gotta yeah. get out of here. That that lobby area was insane. You'd, like, turn one direction, and you're like, oh, there's Pie. You turn direction, another direction, oh, there's Dr. Disrespect. And over there, it's like, oh, it's, like, it's ridiculous. Dude, it was crazy. I heard Summit1G didn't even get to see the con floor, minus the fact when they escorted him, basically, to his meet and greet. And that was it. That's all yeah. he got to see of it, he said. Yeah, like, I, I totally believe that. Like, you can just pick him, from, pick him out from the crowd. Like, this, it's insane, like, how many recognizable people there are in just one building. Yeah, pretty much. It's like, it's... Yeah, I don't know. For me, TwitchCon's cool and stuff, but um, I'm not... I don't know. I'm older. I guess. Well, you and I are both pretty old, but like for me, like being 28 next week or whatever, I'm not really one of those people. Get out of here, Pixel. <laughs> I feel my bones breaking down. For the for the average Twitch viewer, I feel old. Like I'm 28. Like I have a kid. I have a job. Like I feel like most of the people I talk to, it's like they're either in college or like right out of college and kind of just like chilling. You know what I mean? 
Mm-hmm. Like they, they don't really have like responsibility, like as many responsibilities or whatever, right? So for me, like going to like a convention like TwitchCon, like for me personally, I'm not the type of person that's like, oh my gosh, I need to get a picture with them right now. Like, oh, I watched them. You know what I mean? Like for me, I'm not. I'm like past okay. that phase. For me yeah, personally, yeah. unless like I personally kind of know the person, then it's like cool. But it's like yeah. I'm not the type of person to like go to TwitchCon and be like, I'm gonna wait in this meet and greet for four hours. Except for you, Toast, that was pretty cool. But <laughs> like, <laughs> like that was the only person I waited in line for, right? And it was just like a quick handshake and like a picture, and I was out, right? Like, yeah, but I'm not yeah. like the type of person to, like search the TwitchCon grounds for like um for like certain streamers I watch or whatever. And it's just like so for mm-hmm. me, it's kind of like a boring kind of experience. It's kind of like for me, I treat TwitchCon if it's because it's been local to me, it's been a thing where it's like it's a different environment than just going out to get a drink or going to dinner on the weekend. That's how it is for me, to be honest. BlizzCon's yes. different for me, of course. I love BlizzCon way better, in my opinion. Yeah. Because yeah. there's a lot more other things that, that we could do, right? It's right. not just all about meeting your favorite streamer or whatever. Mm-hmm. It was beyond meeting my favorite streamer, beyond H1Z1, <laughs> I would probably be okay with TwitchCon more. But like mm-hmm. I said, you're in a very unique situation as well with your whole thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's it's very much like it's down to the person whether like you can make the most out of TwitchCon. TwitchCon and BlizzCon, they're two different things. BlizzCon is like a gaming convention. You can go there and have fun by yourself and just do a whole, whole bunch of things. TwitchCon, on the other hand, you have to go with a friend. You have to go there and like be a part of something else. Like you can't go to TwitchCon and just, you know, hang around with people or just I don't think it's going to be that fun if you just go by yourself. It's, you really, like, like you said, you have to bring a friend, you have to go do stuff together, you got to, like, immerse yourself and just find, find streamers that you connect with, mm-hmm. uh, find the streamers that you watch. That's all TwitchCon is about, is meeting, it's, it's about people. Yeah. I mean, I, as much crap as I do give TwitchCon... And I don't think it's that much crap. I think it's I think it's just logically warranted, to be honest, in my opinion. Like, I don't think I'm giving it that much crap. Like, I didn't meet you from TwitchCon. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that is true. Like, like <laughs> Benny Benny in my chat said, you know, TwitchCon for me is it's meeting people from stream versus the streamer themselves. I mean, I do yeah, agree. Yeah. I do agree with that, Benny, because I've met Pixel here via a community that we were both in, where we both didn't really talk that much and just happened to hang out a whole that whole day. Then afterwards, I think after TwitchCon, you made a Twitter account, correct? Yes. Yeah. I want to say yes. Yeah. And then we kind of live locally near each other within like a two hour drive or something, three hour drive. I don't know. I forget. <laughs> and that's yeah. kind of like where we've uh, connected. So I will say, like, that is a very good point. It's like meeting people from stream versus like the streamers themselves or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Maybe it's just me. But also at the same time, like, I feel like the streams I do hang out in either by moderation or by watching i become like more of more of a lurker and i feel like this year in general like twitch for me has kind of taken a smaller part of my life but in a i would say in a good way right mm-hmm. um whereas like last year and the year before i might have been a little too obsessive about it when it comes from streaming on twitch trying to get affiliate slash partner uh, to just having it consume my whole life type of thing. Whereas now it's like, you know, I'm on Twitch because mainly because of like moderating duties, right? Like modding certain channels. But I feel like TwitchCon for me is just kind of like a been there, done that. I'm not that much involved in Twitch anymore from like a passion, like a really hardcore passionate side, like a honeymoon phase, I guess, right? So yeah. for me, I I can skip this TwitchCon. And mm-hmm. if, unless Twitch, the email we talked about, 
the email twitch you know we talked about it uh <laughs> i'll come if that happens but yeah yeah I, yeah i just i mean you know i just I see it as a a family reunion you know every year oh yeah. You know, yeah yeah so like you haven't seen each other in like a year and it's like ah, oh, let's all get back together and you know do stuff together kind of thing yeah i know like you have a very good and unique situation and i kind of am sad and it does kind of suck for me that like for the streams i do moderate for that i won't be there for that type of like in those type of face-to-face interactions but yeah yeah it, it is it is what it is um yeah pixel so where are you staying at twitchcon um what's the address so we can all just come to your place and party Oh yeah, it's over uh, here in San Jose. <laughs> uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, B- yeah. Just give us the Airbnb address so we can just crash here or whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I can't wait to hear. I don't even know how how often we're going to be talking that weekend. Probably not a lot because you're going to be like gone, but like out and about. Yeah, but if there's we'll some see. if there's some downtime, it would be so cool if we could do like a deep thoughts podcast from your hotel room and you don't leak anything. <laughs> I'll try. I can't promise anything. Yeah. I don't know, though. Also, um, I guess the last thing uh, about TwitchCon or whatever, like, I could easily do TwitchCon without even going into the hall. Yeah, that's another thing, too, is, like, oh, yeah. I was actually debating that, too, is just, like, not even buying a ticket, because I bought a one-day ticket last year, and then I didn't even go in the hall, like, that much. Mm-hmm. So I'm debating that as well, is, like, possibly, like, next year, or like, next year, or maybe even this year, I don't even go to, like, TwitchCon itself. I'm just kind of in the area, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of what I'm I'm thinking. Um, shoot, I for- oh yeah, yeah, I was gonna say. So at the end of the day, one of the big things that people forget about with TwitchCon is they do announce new products and new things mm-hmm. at TwitchCon. Last year, a lot of people forgot about this, but they announced clipping and they announced VOD encoding uh, for a majority majority of people. And I think they they announced a couple more affiliate features. I forgot. Any predictions, Pixel, really quick about what you think Twitch is going to announce? Any features that they're going to add or do? Or do you got nothing? I, I got nothing. They're so tight-lipped. Like, the, the clipping and all the other announcements they've ever made have mm. been so far out of left field that I never would have guessed. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I honestly can't think of anything. Like they might add, they might throw in like some sort of new UI or something like that, but right. I don't think I don't think that kind of announcement is big enough for TwitchCon. So yeah, I, honestly, I, I don't have any ideas. Like, do you? No, I have. So I think the ad stuff will be talked a lot uh, about a lot. Um, beyond that, I don't I don't really know to be honest. Um, uh, you you've seen this trend at like BlizzCon, especially as well as TwitchCon, where they don't really announce anything like amazing or great. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's once again kind of going to be like an awkward kind of cringy opening ceremony where they're just like, "These are the top ten emotes that were used. You spammed Kappa one trillion times," yeah. or like you know that type of stuff. And I feel like TwitchCon is kind of going the route of like. And this is just how all conventions are going because of the internet. Like BlizzCon does this, TwitchCon does this, like PAX even does this really. It's becoming mm-hmm. this thing where it's more about the community rather yeah. than about what the announcements are. So I feel like TwitchCon will probably go the route of that. Um, the mm-hmm. things I do want from Twitch, not really much to be honest. Um, just maybe more uh, encoding options more often. 
And I mean, that's really about it, you know? Oh, actually, no, there is one. I want, uh, make the markers feature better. Cause that feature sucks right now and I would actually use it, but I can't. And don't make the markers feature just visible to the mods in the broadcaster. Make it, make it, make the marker feature public to everyone. Cause that would be so mm. useful. And I think that's some, a ball that they're dropping, right? Like yeah, yeah. right now, if you mark like this time, if you timestamp something right now, only I can see it and the moderators can see it. I would love it though. If they did something where like I could mark the stream, like every time, like with this podcast, for example, I would love it if I could mark the stream in the VOD for people who watch the VOD publicly to see like when we change topics. Hmm. Right. So I can put like markers in the VOD that people can see publicly and they hover over the marker. And it's like, this is when we talked about Twitch prime ads. This is when we talked about um, the changes to IRL. This is when we recap this. Like, I think that would be really cool. Or even in video games, it's like, this is when the match, like match one of match one, match two, match three, match four, match five, match six. You know what I mean? Or even Mm -hmm. with some of the IRL streams I mod for as well. That would be really cool. If it's like, this is a Jenga match to happen. This is when this happened in the stream. This is when this happened in the stream, right? And make those like publicly Mm -hmm. available. Maybe make it so that only like the, the mods can market. The broadcaster approves it. Right for bigger streamers or something like that, because then otherwise there would just be a bunch of markers like this all over the place, yeah, right? Yeah. But I think that would be something that's really cool because right now it's useless. Like I, mm. it's just like oh, I'm marking a certain point in the bond only I can see it. Oh, what can I do with it? Oh, I can highlight it. Cool. Like why didn't I just clip it? Like I got a clip <laughs> button in my stream deck already. Like what's the point? Right, right. So yeah, I, I think that, something like that would happen. Be cool to happen, but yeah, that that would be really nice. Yeah, but I mean. Yeah. Um, one thing I would like to see is something to replace uh, Twitch Prime ads going away. Since they're removing that from Twitch Prime, it'd be nice to fill that gap with uh, something else. Oh, what would you like to see, Pixel? Uh, probably not more games because we. No, why not? Why not, Pixel? Those games are great. <laughs> they're super swell. Um, I love playing. <laughs> well, give me a second. Give me a second. Hold on. I love playing. Give me a second. Hold on. To Frank your face TV came out. Hold on. I love playing. Give me a second. Dang it, Twitch. Give me a second. I love. I'm looking at what the games are. More info. I love playing um, the adventure pals where your birthday is ruined when your dad is dad napped by a madman. Now you, your pet rock, and sparkles to giraffe, giraffe alley to fight your way through levels filled with bizarre enemies. All right. Didn't you play that Twitch Prime game? Oh yeah, every single waking moment. Yeah, or I loved playing. Hold on, give me a sec. Give me a sec. Give me a sec. Give me a sec. Give me... There's they didn't offer any games for. Okay, I just scrolled through all the Twitch Prime, and that was the only game I saw offered. Never mind. Um. Anyway, <laughs> what would you like it to be replaced with, Pixel? I don't know. Um. Bring back. Bring back. Bring back the ability to not see ads. Um. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I do. I do want to say I still want them. I still want the ability to upgrade my tier two to a tier two or tier three sub with my Twitch Prime sub. That would be cool. We, we talked about this earlier, where yeah. I would like it if I could tier two sub, but then I use my Twitch Prime sub on the tier two, so now it only costs five bucks, right? So it's like I have five dollars credit rather mm-hmm. than I have like mm-hmm. a tier one sub. I think that would be yeah. pretty cool. I want that ability yeah. on my Twitch Prime as well. Oh, here's another couple of things I, I just thought of. Uh, mm-hmm. Being able to gift someone your Twitch Prime. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you know that? Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, no. I get, I'm just thinking, like, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Um, the other thing also is to have some way to make a tier two and three sub separate, like having a little bit of flair on like your username or something. Okay, like that, or, so or I was watching another podcast that happens on Twitch, uh-huh. and they were talking about this. Have that we talked they... about this before? No, they were about tier two and tier three subs changing. No, I don't know. Have we talked about? I don't this think before? I don't think we have. I've I think we talked about it off stream. Maybe okay. I've never talked yeah. about it on stream. Gotcha. But okay. Another podcast was saying that they had in they had information where basically they talked about how tier two and tier three subs will probably have a different flair within the font of their name itself to make them more noticeable. That would be really cool. Yeah, so tier two and tier three subs, all they get is an extra emote. Well, tier two you get one extra emote, tier three you get two extra emotes technically. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. not it's right. not that great. It's it's literally like I get it that like when you sub to someone, it shouldn't be about the benefits, but part of it should be about the benefits. But literally, the only reason why you would tier two or tier three sub is if you benefit is to benefit yeah. the streamer. Is you want to show like a lot of support and you you basically. The reason why, in my opinion, tier two and tier three subs were really invented was so that people would stop donating. That's my opinion. <laughs> no, uh, because Twitch slow, Twitch yeah. doesn't get a hand in any type of donation. So instead, you tier three sub and you're donating 25 bucks a month to Twitch, mm-hmm. right? Yep. It's just a way to get their hands on it. But from what I've heard from bigger podcasts, bigger than ours by far, they are adding some type of flair to the Twitch usernames of tier two and tier three subs. What that means, I'm not really sure. Or another special badge. I'm I'm just surprised there's not even that. Like yeah. you don't get another you don't get an extra badge or something. Like it's, even if it's a generic badge, yeah, right? Like, like a purple star or something next to your name where you hover over yeah, it and tells yeah. them it's a tier two or tier three sub. Because the only time I ever know anyone's a tier three sub is like when the person like I'm watching is like, Hey tier three subs, you spam your tier three emote. Like that's the only time I ever know. Right, exactly. And I don't know if you've ever seen like the uh better Twitch T V uh flare that some people get. Um, they have to work for Better Twitch TV, but their names are actually glowing. Yeah, so I've heard that's that's what they might do. Uh, that's Ooh, not confirmed, cool. but like some type of glowing thing. Like they're probably just stealing something from Better Twitch TV. That's yeah, why I said yeah. like jokingly, and it's like it's probably right. But so I've heard that's rumored. Um, the guy who's on the podcast is like I can't say or anything like that, but it seems like it's probably going to be maybe that will be announced around TwitchCon. That'd be cool. I love like, that. Some type of benefit. I was also thinking, like, I know this could get like a little spammy, but I would love like giant or emotes, like maybe an <laughs> emote that just takes up like one whole chat line, or oh, something yeah. like in chat or something like that. Like I don't know, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like just something like that, like just a bigger yeah, emote yeah. or something like to differentiate. But uh, sorry, I kind of cut you off. But anyway, you're also saying any other benefits you would like to see um, um, added? Official like. Global GIF emotes. Ooh, yeah, that's global true. GIF emotes would be really awesome. Mm-hmm. I know they said like early on that it was like a technological limitation. I don't know what that is, dude. I, that's a that's a lie. You know why? Because it's stupid Nam emote. You know that emote <laughs> where it's like a stupid Asian guy with the headset on. It's like freaking huge, and there's fish molly <laughs> and stuff like that. There's like damn big emotes out there. 
Why why can't we have animated emotes because of those guys? No, I'm just saying you probably could because those emotes are giant. <laughs> like they're so big, <laughs> they're probably the same space size as an animated emote. You know what I mean? Like those things are stupidly big or whatever. It's like it's so dumb or whatever. Like I don't even know who this stupid Asian guy is. Look at this emote, Pixel. Who is that guy? That's you. It's it's Nam. What are you talking That's about? That's Nam. Like who the heck is this guy? Freaking Nam, dude. You know the best the best oh. part the best part of that emote is I was watching uh I was like watching some streamer and his last name is Nicknam. So like every time he says it it's just like Nick Nam it's just like this huge emote. Oh, that's great. Anyway, sorry. Uh that's the best part of it. Um But yeah, like okay. um no like animated GIF emotes, yeah. And then like I don't understand either because it's like you have GIF emotes like you already have animated GIF emotes within, mm-hmm. um, within uh, Better Twitch TV and Franker Face yeah. TV, right? So like, why can't those yeah. just? What if those are a tier two or tier three thing? You know what? That'd be fantastic. I would right? love that to have like a global animated emote as a part of like tier two or tier three. Yeah, I, I don't understand why that's not like a thing. To be honest. Yeah, like giving giving partners the ability to actually create uh, their own animated emotes. I mean, it'll be, it'll be really really spammy. Like, if imagine if a bunch of people were actually spamming that in the chat of like thirty thousand people. Like, oh yeah, it would be it would be awful. It would be awful. Like, and I don't know what would happen to your browser if that many animated emotes are at, would actually show up. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, like, when someone, che- you know, like, Twitch partners, I forgot about this, too. You know how Twitch partners get cheer emotes? Like, mm-hmm. they can make their own custom cheer emotes. When you're on when you're on mobile or whatever, you can't see uh, the animated cheer emotes. The, and the, the cheer emotes don't animate, right? So I'm assuming it would just be the same thing on when it came to, like, animated stuff or whatever. Hmm, like, they probably wouldn't just move it. It'd just be, like, Sour Pliss paused or whatever. He's just, like, in the middle of a Pliss or whatever they call it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like hovering in the air but yeah I would they're just it's hard yeah see it's hard to like think of something that like tier 2 or tier 3 subs should get that isn't like intrusive to the chat experience mm-hmm. right because there's like some streamers where it's like the more cancer the better right like the more spam oh, yeah. the more crap the better but then there's like some streamers where it's like they're on follower mode for like two weeks i feel like <laughs> it's like no spam at all um yeah. it's very like calming in there like um you know like one of the people that like i feel confident shouting out is like brian kibler right yeah, like, yeah. he's like his stream can get sometimes four thousand five thousand people but like no one's one man spamming there's not a lot of spam people are pretty calm in there and stuff like that like even for him i feel like if there was like a flashier name by tier two or tier three subs or even like a giant emote by one of their names like he might not be too happy with that like that might just mess up the vibe of the whole chat experience and people start subbing because they want to kind of mess with that chat experience so it is really hard to see like what other benefits there are you know um right right one of the things that I'm kind of interested in if they talk about at TwitchCon, which has been basically in limbo for like two years, but if you guys go to the emote guide for Twitch partners, it basically shows you how many emotes it takes, like how many subs you need for how many emotes. And I use that site a lot because I'm one of those people that's curious. So I'll go to like a partner or a Twitch partner I'm watching, I'll notice that I have 42 emotes and I'll be mm-hmm. like, oh, 
wonder how many subs they have <laughs> and i'll go to this like yeah, partner yeah. guide and see but basically i think after what five or ten thousand subs you get 50 emotes and there's nothing else after that it's uh seven thousand seven thousand okay so it's even less so after seven thousand um seven thousand subs you get 50 emotes unlocked and then after that it says new stuff coming soon so i'm curious what the coming soon is if that's just gonna be yeah. more emote slots or what you even mentioned maybe you do get like other maybe you will be able to unlock like animated slots and those will then eventually just trickle down mm -hmm. you know that would be really interesting yeah to affiliates and stuff you know what i mean more mm -hmm. slots should be added for tier two or tier three i agree too i feel like if you yeah. get like i feel like especially like with tier like maybe for tier two you get like Beyond like the one emote slot you unlock, you unlock like another, let's say. But then it's weird because it's like five dollars. Like okay, that's like ten dollars. That's like two. That's like as if you sub twice, and then tier three is as if you subbed five times, but you only get one emote extra, right? Mm -hmm. It doesn't make sense. Like maybe you should get five extra emotes because you subbed five times. If that makes sense, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. the it doesn't quantify well from a tier two to a tier three sub. You know, right, like if right. anything, like <clears throat> like if anything. Tier two sub to people. That's probably the most beneficial if you want to sub more to somebody to support them. Like, I like all respect if you want a tier three sub, but like, there's like just from like a logical standpoint, there's not much more benefits from doing a tier three sub compared to a tier two. What you miss on a one emote? Who cares? You know what I mean? Like, there should be really big benefits for a tier three, and there's like, oh, there's nothing. It's just one extra emote, which is usually no offense to anyone who has tier three emotes. Suck. <laughs> Let's be real here. They do because there's probably not a lot of tier two and tier three subscribers anyway you know mm -hmm. like it's usually like a golden version of like their most well-known emote or something you know what i mean mm -hmm. or like a rainbow version yeah so usually the ones that i've seen are like uh, either gold or they're like really troll versions of mm -hmm. it yeah 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 I like see the ones that, that well. are just like they they take a popular one and they draw it with like their left hand or something like that and it's like <laughs> a really busted scuffed version of it yeah, I love XQC's. I think his is like Pepe hands, but he drew it with his left hand, so it just looks like a scuffed Pepe hand. So it's like this, <laughs> and it just like looks yeah. so. It looks so funny or whatever. Um, I guess another thing that I would add to is, um, and I know this is like kind of going back, and like I would totally like this goes back to the whole arguments like affiliates are being greedy. <clears throat> mm -hmm. But for me, like no one really subs to my channel. I have like ten subs here or something. Which shout out to you guys, I respect you all. Um, but one of the things I would love for affiliates is I would rather forego having cuz I have 3 emotes right but it's one for each tier. I have one for 4.99, 9.99 and 24.99. So 3 emotes total which no one has all 3, only me, right? I would love mm -hmm. it if I had the option to like say like hey, I don't want the 9.99 or the 24.99. Let me put both those emotes in the 5 the 4.99, right? Because I still feel like if I were to like if I subscribe to affiliate, it's such a ripoff that I get like one emote. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I would just add, just give us like two more slots or something. You know what I mean? Or mm -hmm. at least let us ch pick and choose that type of stuff. Let us go like like okay, I don't want a nine ninety nine or four ninety nine emote. Um, let me just put those all into my four ninety nine emote. So now I have like three slots right for that. Mm -hmm. But I but people don't have the option of giving me nine ninety nine or twenty four ninety nine. I feel like they won't do that because they lose out of money. But yeah. I mean, I just want more emotes, emote slots as affiliates or whatever. Because it does suck subbing to a, an affiliate streamer and only getting, like, one emote. Whereas I go sub to a partnered streamer and I get, like, 15, 16, 17, 18 emotes, right? Like, a ton of emotes. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Like, just give us, yeah. like, one more at least. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, totally.
and there was a big stink a while back about affiliates getting emotes at all. <laughs> what? Like, so you subscribed to him and get no benefit? Well, it was mostly from um, other like partner streamers, like just saying like, "Oh, it's diluting the uh, um, the Twitch like pool of, mm-hmm. of streamers." Like it was saying that like partners felt less special because affiliates were getting benefits that were normally reserved for partners only. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing: is like I feel like I hear I've heard that, but I've never actually seen like anyone complain. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I feel like I saw on Twitter, like whenever this affiliate thing came out, or like whenever affiliates get more benefits, I I see this whole uproar or uprising of partners defending themselves, defending affiliates against an imaginary foe. You know what you get? What I'm saying? Like I see yeah. like a bunch of partners just going, "Hey, if you partners aren't okay with affiliates getting more benefits, like who cares? Just make your content better." But they're never quoting like another tweet of someone actually saying it like who are these people that are calling out like affiliates because I, I don't think I've ever met one like yeah, or yeah. seen one on my Twitter timeline seen one on my Instagram timeline or even heard of a Twitch partner saying that you know on, on Reddit or on their live stream maybe mm-hmm. jokingly but not like serious you know right. maybe I just don't yeah. watch those people maybe they're just smaller partners maybe you know yeah so I don't know so yeah, but I mean to be fair, it's one of those things as well where like OG partners could like I remember when like OG streamers like Tally and Hafu got their partnership right back in the mm-hmm. day like 2012, 2013 like Recful and stuff. You got you had to have at least it was only for the top of the top. You had to have at least a thousand viewers, and this is in 2012 or 2013, right? Recful said he was like number three like partnered streamer or something like that. Like he was the third person to get partnered or something like that. Right. Mm-hmm. You got one emote slot and it was for four ninety nine, and that was it. You know what I mean? Right, right. And then a few years later, when I came on the Twitch scene, when I started watching Twitch at the time to get partner pre affiliate, it was 500 concurrent viewers or at least a hundred thousand YouTube subscribers. So already there was a huge difference there. Right. And nowadays mm-hmm. current partnership standing is you need to have at least 75 concurrent viewers. So it's even lower now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I feel like for all these partners complaining about affiliates, they should also be like partners could easily complain about other partners as well that they have it so easy anyway. You know, oh, that's yeah. like a yeah. never ending loophole. You know what I mean? I know exactly. one yeah. Twitch partner who was afraid <laughs> affiliates were going to spam his chat with their emotes. I mean, right. I've heard that too, but I thought it was like a joke. Like I know a big Twitch partner who's known as a troll who was like, if you spam your emote in my chat, you better be subbed to me and then I'll let you or something. But it was like clearly like satire. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That that is a good point too. I guess we can end on that because it is almost getting two hours, and I said what this wasn't going to go for two hours. Pixel, wh- how do you mm-hmm. feel about using your own emotes in other people's chats? Hon- honestly, little... honestly, because I here's honestly. the thing: I don't, I don't, I don't ever use them in anyone's chat unless the person does it back to me. Like unless here's someone uses my own emote, then like if I'm in your chat, like like when you. When you use my emote in like other people's chats and then I see you use it, I'll use it. But then like how do you feel about being in like a partnered stream or something like that? And they're like, love in chat, guys, and then like you spam your own like love emote or something like that. Mm-hmm. Or like they do a certain thing. Like, what do you think about that? Like, do you use your own emotes a lot in other people's chats that you're not modded for? I I do, but like I specifically went for this emote that I posted in chat because it's a it's basically very meme. So like it's meme, okay. is that what you said? Meme, M E M E. Oh, okay, 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 okay. So, like, it's 
it's it's like a reference to like an inside joke, uh-huh. and like that's the only reason I'll ever really spam a, an emote. Like I won't like go out of my way to create an emote and just like spam my own thing in someone else's chat. Like, cause mm-hmm. it's it's a little, it's a little like self promotion, um, and I don't know. It's just like I I would only do it if it's kind of just like if it's a standalone looks really cool emote. This is really funny. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I probably wouldn't do it at all. You know, if 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 like in your example, uh, they were asking for me to spam a, like a love emote, and I had my own, I wouldn't be doing that. Right. You know, like it, it would have to be like a, a meme mode basically for me to go ahead and do that. Sorry, I'm trying to get. I'm. Try, I don't even know your stupid thing. A P, pixel P one one smug. <laughs> the worst stupid it, code for your emote ever. It is so dumb. I cannot believe they gave me that. I want to change this so bad. I don't even know where they got the eleven from. Well, because put. I guess Pixel Pusher 101, but then maybe they couldn't add the zero because of binary? I don't know. I'm not a binary guy. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just guessing. <laughs> We're touching tips in that picture. Oh, look at that. Oh, precious. All right. Well, I mean, yeah, I I don't know. I Just for me personally, like just to kind of end it on this note, like I always feel a little awkward like spamming my own emotes in other people's chats, especially since like I'm the type of person who I don't promote my stream at all, like ever. You know what I mean? Like, um, for a long time, like, I think still to this day, like, a lot of people who uh, streams I mod for, they don't even know I stream. Mm-hmm. Like, the broadcaster themselves doesn't know I stream. You know what I mean? And for, like, a lot of communities that I was in with you, like, a lot of people didn't know I streamed. And I still think they don't, really. Unless they, like, they basically found my stream, like, outside of, like, Twitch chat from, like, Twitter, basically, right? But, mm-hmm. like, I'm not the type of person to, like, promote my stream because I just feel it's, like, really scary. I don't know. For me personally, it's like I feel it's really scummy. So for me, like I never use my own emotes in another chat because mm-hmm. I just feel it's like awkward because it's like I'm self-promoting. Like hint, hint, hint. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like totally. Like that's kind of like what I was going for because when you use your emotes in someone else's chat, it can sometimes feel like it's advertising for your channel, and I felt kind of uncomfortable doing that. So it it had to be a very specific case for me to be okay with it. Yeah, exactly. Like it's if I'm asked directly if I stream, then like in someone's chat, then like I will say like yes, I do stream, but like how often does that conversation like even come up, right? Mm-hmm. So for me it's just like I don't know. So that's my whole opinion on it. Anyway, we should probably get going because it's like 11 tw- it's not that late, but we've been on for yeah. almost 2 hours. Wow, 2 hours. I did not think we had two topics to talk about. You know what I mean? Right. So and then we like went on rants about like other tangents. Um, mm-hmm. So I'll I'll let you go now. Uh, thanks for joining me as always, Pixel. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for um, having me. As always, guys, you can go check out Pixel at twitch.tv pixel <laughs> no, no, no. twitch.tv slash pixel underscore pusher one hundred one all lowercase or twitter.com slash pixel pusher one hundred one all one word. Uh, shout outs to him for making my awesome emotes as well. So yeah. Um, We'll probably check you next Tuesday, right, Pixel? Uh, yeah. And we'll get some. Good. We'll get some popcorn going <laughs> to talk about all the topics all right. and stuff. But all right, man. Uh, I'll catch you later. Take it all easy. Right, man. All right. See ya.